I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high-quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Okay, we started a metal band, so hey. (laughs) (laughs) Worst metal band ever. Anyway. Anywho, what are you reading? (laughs) Um, I finished The Light Through the Leaves. Awesome. 10 out of 10. So good. Oh, that book was so good. good, So good. And I actually just love how it was perfect ending it was amazing oh yeah that book was so good but so fucked and then now I finished oh I'm I'm not done (laughs) what the heck (laughs) so rude just kidding (laughs) all right I'm out of here then (laughs) I've overstayed my welcome (laughs) I just if the rest of the episode would just be like 45 minutes of me being super silent i'd be like (laughs) i don't know okay tell me what are you reading okay sorry and then i started daisy jones in the six oh yeah yeah i like the flow of the story i'm like burning through it super quick oh you you are liking it yeah i like how it's like going through like a story and they're like asking the players in the story so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Okay, that's the now same one who read, or she did um, that Evelyn and the Seven Husbands, right? Yes, Taylor name? Taylor Jenkins Reed. Yeah, yeah. What was yeah. that book called? Ev- Eve- um, Evelyn, H- the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Right, that's it. That's the one. I finished the book that I was reading, Animal, by Lisa Tedito, and it was really weird. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'd recommend it. If you're looking for something weird, the one thing that I really didn't like was that the author didn't write with quotations when someone spoke. Like it would be like a dash and then what they were saying. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. So it, I had to read a little bit of like dialogue over and over again to yeah. kind of figure out who was speaking. Cause it would be like dash and then what they'd said, but then like it would be like she said, loudly like that's obviously not how it was written but it would all be together so it wasn't like I don't know it just wasn't it was weird yeah so that was a weird book and then I forgot to say last week that I was also listening to a book um called The Mother-in-Law by Sally Hepworth 
and it had vibes it had um not a happy family vibes it was like Yeep. that yeah Yeep. although it wasn't as like murdery like because oh, okay. that book was pretty murdery it was mm-hmm. just like big old wealthy family whodunit sort of thing a wealthy family one to listen to yeah Noise. and it was um Australian so the narrator had an Australian oh, accent oh put another shrimp on the barbie oh god <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly and then uh, now I'm reading... I didn't go ate my baby I didn't go ate your baby um <laughs> actually I'm not reading anything yet I haven't picked a new book so if you have a suggestion let me know a suggestion, a suggestion. but I'm reading or I'm listening to ask again yes by Mary Beth can which is a book that's been on my tbr for a really long time so i'm happy that i'm listening to it Anyways. so should we yeah let's talk about this book dang Do you wanna... i love this book it's so good it just makes me especially since i finished the light through the leaves plus i'm reading this book i just want to be outside in the woods i know i know but not I'm getting in the so snow. excited for summer <laughs> no exactly I'm getting super excited to like read outside. <laughs> like I'm, I can feel Me the excitement. Too. And with the time change, it's like gonna be lighter, longer. It's gonna be light at night. <laughs> the summer's coming. coming. It's coming. We can read outside. Oh yeah, we can. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you want go. to go first? You want me? Okay. So... No, I don't want to go first. This part's sad. Oh, okay. Um, so Okay, wait, 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 wait. We're uh, reading chapter oh, yeah, 17 yeah, to yeah, 24. Yeah. Yes, this is this Week is three. accurate information. Yes, so and essential. Sorry, and, are you gonna talk? What? Sorry, are you talking? Uh, sorry. Um sorry. Are you gonna talk? Um, well, eventually sorry, are you ta- I will. Oh, are so, you oh, sorry? <laughs> um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, hello. Um, okay, okay. So chapter 17. Um, and T is re- um, no stranger to a bad day and she's recounting uh, the day that she accidentally killed a wolf they needed to tranquilize oh. her but they accidentally ended up puncturing the lung of the wolf um, and she'd been watching her for months months yes yes she had like a that connection and I, so yeah sad. yeah and it, Could this you is, at this no no <sighs> And at this point, I think it's starting to see, you're starting to see why um, Inti has these sort of like rules, like you're not, we're not naming them. They're mm-hmm. number 20, mm-hmm. number whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And we're starting to see why she is the way we, she is. And further along, mm-hmm. we really understand. But now Gus is kind of like, they're all living in Alaska together. I think that was, we figured, found that out last week, but Inti is like inconsolable over this rightfully understandably so she's such a sensitive person and Aggie has been caring for her for a few days sleeping with her in bed like consoling and comforting her and Gus is getting upset at Aggie for this um he's kind of like their mom is um like the toughen up kind of scenario I just uh, <sighs> which part Gus just Gus Gus is like he's such a dick he's such a dick and he's a perv and I just he's got to go he's gotta go <laughs> literally he's got to go um <laughs> yes 
to get Inti out of the house, they suggest to go on like a little hike in camp. She obliges to kind of like try to smooth things over with everybody and they come up, well, some hunters come across them and they tell them that they're hunting wolves <sighs> and Aggie Not lets cool. them have, no, 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 no. Cause Alaska is the last state where this is legal to, to do this. Mm-hmm. So Aggie lets them have it. And this um, whole interaction obviously upsets Inti and she needs a moment and she goes to like down to a like a little lake by the sounds of it. And then Gus comes over, which I'm like, ew, gross. And mm-hmm. he was like, whatever, like that's part of your job. What's going on? And also I killed somebody, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> And Aggie doesn't know. <laughs> no. And yeah, you can't tell Aggie. And yeah, it was while I was operating and I was just like, oops. Yeah, slice. his hand slipped. <laughs> yeah. So he's essentially like, you're going to kill, you're going to kill something sometimes. It's just your job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, so I don't know what the big deal is. I killed a woman once, whatever. <laughs> could you imagine if like, I don't know how we could kill somebody like with graphic design <laughs> bezier tooled them to death <laughs> i don't know how we could kill them i lassoed them i lassoed them <laughs> magic wand and, dancing and then hands. use i then i use the knife tool <laughs> <laughs> and then i deleted them goodbye bye all right um chapter oh in that chapter two um Kinti was reminiscing about how, or Aggie started, sorry, reminiscing about how they used to swap places all the time when they were younger mm-hmm. and no one yes. knew except, no one could tell except for her mom. Mm-hmm. So that's like something that they used to do. Yes. And that's why Gus is kind of like pervy because he was like, oh, yeah. you never done that with me. And like, yeah, obviously there purpose. was, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aggie, what <laughs> dummy. She should have gotten rid <laughs> of that loser. Yeah. All right, chapter 18. The wolves are howling. This is good. The packs are all doing well. The babies from Ash, they're about three months old now, and they're turning into little adult wolves, and it's good and cute. They sound adorable. I want to know, like, I know. Do you know when German shepherds are like six months old and their ears are like not that and their paws are too big for their body? That's what I'm thinking they're like. Like, Oh, I'm just thinking about back when like we didn't get Brandy that young, but like she was still like a little bit of a puppy, maybe closer to a year. And she still was like her paws were too big for her and she was (laughs) like growing into her ears still. It was so cute. Yeah, that's cute. That's cute. So that's what I pictured them like the cute yeah. boo boobs. Um, it turns out that so number thirteen was still in the pen, and number twelve had been circling her pen, which is a male. Um, and they thought that number twelve might try to kill her, but they ended up fucking her instead. <laughs> they are. Mates Let's now. get it on. Let's get it on. <laughs> they, it's like fuck, kill, marry. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah exactly (laughs) okay um so then inti still hasn't caught word of number 10 who she's worried about and she's a little bit worried that she might be shot or killed she's out so she is out watching the wolves and she gets i just wrote gets a ding but i'm guessing it's like she had the like the um, signal yeah yeah the collar mm -hmm, signal on just in case so she gets (laughs) she gets a ding she gets a ding ding dong it's it's notifying her that there's a different wolf close by and the data that she ends up accumulating is from wolf 10 who she was Mm -hmm. curious about and it turns out that she had traveled like kilometers all over the place and she only returned when her sister was getting ready to have babies which is Mm -hmm. very cool and yeah inti wonders how they have this connection sense about it yeah it's yeah crazy like it's not yeah. like she texted her like hey i'm about to have hey. babies <laughs> hey you better come back now um because <laughs> if you want to see these babies yeah. um if you're you can, an aunt now um, come on back now <laughs> so that was cool and it kind of like i i think she got really excited about that 
Mm-hmm. And it's also now the time has passed. It's also been two months since Stuart went missing. And Indy is sort of hoping that people will forget about it, but she's also sure that the concern is only growing. Like mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. at the top of everyone's mind, but everyone's still thinking about it sort of thing. And the baby's still growing. That's in her belly. I keep forgetting that she's pregnant. Yes. <laughs> um, yep. And I wrote down a quote from that what she says about the baby she said quote some part of me must be hoping it just goes away (laughs) which is like yeah yeah I am also like an avid avoider when it comes to like having to face things that you don't really want to deal with I'll just like avoid them forever so I understand that in my soul but also like that's not you know that's not a problem it's not gonna go away on its own (laughs) until it comes out (laughs) And then yes. still, years. It's not going away. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, yeah. No, 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 no. Indy has been leaving work early. Oh yeah, she's been leaving work early and following Duncan around. So she's Stalker. kind of like essentially stalking him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she ends up. What she ends up finding is that he's helping people like Mrs. Doyle, who's elderly, and he's doing errands for himself, and he's visiting these people, and she thinks that he must be a good man, but then she also says that nobody is only one thing. She's essentially Mm -hmm. trying to gather data to find out if he's good or bad, right? Like, she can't decide. Mm -hmm. So she sees him park his car on the side of the road and head into the woods. Mm. So she follows him, obviously. Of course. (laughs) As you do. Obviously. Um, And she knows that he's looking for Stuart and that he's really close. Um, So suddenly she steps into his path and he's all like, what the fuck? (laughs) Just follow me into the woods. Right. (laughs) Or like, follow me everywhere. Anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. And so they exchange some words and she tells him that she suspects that he killed Stuart. And I wrote like, he oddly doesn't deny it. Like he doesn't Mm -hmm. say that he didn't. Not once. (laughs) He doesn't. Not Not at all. Nope. Um, (laughs) So she tells him that if something happens to the wolves, he will come to pay for it. And then Uh he says to her, I think I'm already paying for it, aren't I? Which was a really weird... Like, I didn't quite understand that. Like, nothing had happened to the wolves. I don't, I don't really know what's going on there. Maybe it's like a, like a dig at her being like, she came here with the wolves and like, now he's paying for it because like, she's not wanting to be with him. Like, oh, like a personal thing. Not like a wolf vendetta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. What the fuck? Okay. So she goes back to the house Aggie is hunched on the floor with a knife she's terrified and she ends up signing to Inti that he is out there and at this point Inti is frustrated and she ends up telling Aggie to toughen up which are the words that her mother said to her all of her life and she can tell it hurts Aggie but deeper than um like just the words because Aggie knows how Inti felt her whole life being told that so it was a Mm -hmm. weird like again like a dynamic shift between the two of them yeah yeah and uh she tries to force her outside to like see that nobody's there which is so cruel like that's so cruel yeah and the frustration you can just tell like that the frustrations had totally boiled over and she's like yes yeah yeah yes plus she's pregnant and like probably the hormonal like not that yes. it's an excuse but there's probably a lot yeah. going on here yeah. a yeah. man has killed her wolves like there's a there's definitely a lot yeah. of play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and I feel like Aggie probably used to be her strength for her like yes. her rock yeah. someone who could mm-hmm. console her through it yeah. now she feels like she can't tell her stuff so it's like weird she's trying to get her outside there's this whole weird thing going on and then Inti suddenly realizes that she needs to tell her and what she needs to tell her is, quote, he's not out there because he's dead. I killed him. <laughs> what? That's what I wrote. What? 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 Do you think um, do you think that I she think... killed Gus? Do you actually think yeah. she killed Gus? You yeah, do? I so. Yeah, I think she But then why Gus. is she judging Stuart so hard? Because I think that 
well, I think as we see, as it goes, well, we already know that like her and Aggie are so intertwined with each other. And like, Mm -hmm. especially in Mm -hmm. the last chapter when her, like, when she reveals what her plan was, I wonder Mm -hmm. if like, Mm -hmm. she's like, this is my last resort on trying to save Aggie. Killing the man killing him yeah because that's but the then, only way but why is she so but why is she so judgmental as to sorry i meant duncan because duncan killed his dad and she's like judging him like is he a bad person and but it's like you've killed somebody so that's the kettle calling the pop black <laughs> true but i think that she was questioning that before she found out from fergus that he killed his dad because she thought that he may have killed Stuart. Well, I think because he thought that she, he might hurt women. I think that she's just like, cause he isn't married. He doesn't have children. He's had lovers and stuff like that, but you know, I don't All right. know, All right. maybe. All right. Well, we'll just have to finish the book next week and yeah. find out. Have to figure okay. out. So she has this weird dream as she's lowering her mouth to someone's neck. It's super weird and wolf-like. Um, and then she's awoken from her dream and she hears what she thinks is a horse in her horse in distress outside. And she's it's like nervous and she jumps up to look out the window and see what's going up. And she ends up seeing that it's Aggie and she's gone <sighs> out to visit the horse and she climbs on top of the horse and she calms it down. Yeah. Like she can finally go outside. Yeah, she feels safe. Uh-huh. But I don't know why Inti wouldn't have told Aggie like forever ago that she killed him if she had a, to just be like, hey, you're fine. You're literally fine. <laughs> I'm assuming it's maybe. Yeah. Well, hopefully we find out like the whole deets of what happened. Obviously, yeah. they're setting it up as we go. But like. I hope that it's like just crazy and that it all yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then and then I did start thinking like later on, you know, the scene where she asks her if she's a ghost. Mm-hmm. I started to think, because I'm like, if Aggie is so afraid of everything, how would she get on a plane? Like, how would how would any of this happen? Like, how would True. she get... True, True. I, Like, I don't... It just seems... I can't get past the fact that she mm-hmm. won't leave this house, but she had to move there somehow and go yeah. through everything. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you can't get to Scotland no. by, like, driving. <laughs> from fucking alaska or australia maybe they like rode their boat (laughs) they had horses on like a ferry i don't know man anyway just just a thought so she goes to work and it turns out that there are two mortality codes and it's very sad there were two wolves that had died were in ash's territory and that they can tell that there had been a big old fight well wolf fight yeah and it turns out that 13 and 12, the fuck, kill, or marry, came and joined Ash's pack, which mm-hmm. is good. She needed some, mm-hmm. like, some backup. Needed- yeah, she did. And so they had fought these other two wolves to claim their territory, which mm-hmm. sucks, but is good. Mm-hmm. And Evan um, ends up having a really hard time accepting the wolves' death, so they go and um Inti and Evan pick wildflowers together and it's really yeah. cute yeah like they have such a nice little time together I know that was sweet I like that I liked him naming them and then when they found yeah. the orchid and he's like no we'll leave that one like yeah yeah nice. Inti calls her mom and she asks her what the first thing she should what the first thing that her mom does when someone has been murdered she tells her it's to create a timeline yes so then they're chatting a little bit and her mom's like, I'm just going to pretend that you're writing some true crime book over there. Like, cause obviously she hasn't told her mom anything. Her mom's probably suspect. Like what Yikes. is happening? Yeah. Who's been murdered? First of all, like what? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. So then Inti asks if something happened to her, like they have a little chat and then this happens. Yeah. She asks if something happened to her and if that's why she does her work, um, Indy kind of wants to know if her mom is like Duncan, like how he became a police officer after having his, what happened to his parents and having his abuse with father and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so their mom tells her that they're the Aggie and Indy's dad never beat her. If that's what she's asking. And it wasn't, 
really, but maybe a little bit because Auntie does feel relieved to know that mm-hmm. their father never had had heard her. Um, and then she ends up telling her mom ends up telling her that it was her stepdad, which mm. really sucks. Mm. Yeah. So something did happen, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Inti asks, how long until you got past it? And the mom responded with, sweetheart, I sleep with dead women watching me from the walls. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, never. Yeah. Never, never. The trauma is always uh, there. Uh, yeah. Man. And then that, chap- th- that chapter kind of just ends with her wanting to accept the egg. You will be okay someday. Inti starts her own investigation. Mm-hmm. So she's starting her investigation off with Red. And he, she shows up, but meets his dad, Douglas, instead, which he sounds just, I like him so much. Um, And they chat, they have a tea and he's like, you know, you should get out more. You should come to my knitting circle on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, it's really sweet. He also tells her that she he thinks that she's doing a good thing with the wolves mm-hmm. and the time for mm-hmm. sheep is over mm-hmm. which probably helps her feel like a little more validated in her mm-hmm. because he also explains well, the same that, as oh sorry go ahead but he also explains like this farm and sheep farming has been in his families for generations and generations and generations so like mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah even like laney having said that it's it's like this secret confession mm-hmm. that they can say to only in tea, right? Like yeah. you're doing a good thing, but don't tell anybody I said that. <laughs> exactly. So then Red comes back and he's like, don't listen to my dad, blah, blah, blah. He has dementia, which I'm like, mm-hmm. anyways, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> um, so she's just like straight up what happened outside the bar and Red's like, why would I even help you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then they strike up a deal and like, I'll tell you and help you out if you drop the charges about me shooting the wolf. And <laughs> she's like, okay, because she's like, I guess Duncan never told him that he wasn't going to get charges anyway. So I'll yeah. take this to my advantage. Like the perfect <laughs> deal. Yeah. Yeah. So he gives her, he gives his recollection of the story that Stu wanted a fight after what Inti had said but he picked mm-hmm. the wrong guy um, in fighting Duncan um, because there was already a lot of bad blood between them. And mm-hmm. so Duncan beat him up and took him to the station, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as they're finishing up their conversation, Red warns her to stay out of things and she, like, don't start a fight. And she's just like, you'll know when I'm fighting. So Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> she's so badass she's, she's like, so sassy it's awesome i know i love her um her timeline still is not making sense she she's at the station to see if there's any record of stewart being like put in jail for the night um mm-hmm. But she can also start rash. She's also starting to rationalize. Like I can see why Duncan would kill Stuart. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she's wondering why he would make it look like the wolves killed him. Mm-hmm. And then she's like getting angry and like she, he's trying to kill two birds with one stone. She heads over, then heads over to. She's busy. She's all over the place. Mm-hmm. She's on a mission. She's building that timeline building that timeline she tries to head over to the burns farm to talk with laney she brings like a peace offering of some food and wine but she never comes to the door even though she can see her inside um that's like a power move like just watching someone from inside your house and not going to the door like mm -mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) not interested then she says to duncan want to come watch the wolves with me she's assuming that the babies have been born from i don't know what number they are what whatever the new ones <laughs> not not ashes oh babies, that was the yeah, other babies yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um 10 10 11 12 10, <laughs> I, something like that maybe something like that um because 10's a part so, of it remember 10's the awol wolf oh yes 10's the awol wolf that's the sister wolf mm-hmm. 
So sister, just her pack. Sister wolves. Her pack. You yes, know. Sister wolves. That's cute. <laughs> sister wolves. Um, they are watching from this blind that they've built. And Duncan tells her that the wolves don't look scary, but neither do you. A little personal dig there. And mm-hmm. she retorts back with a, well, I knew you couldn't be that nice. So like, what's your problem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he also asks like what her problem is. She won't divulge anything. Um, And she's like, what's up with your leg then? (laughs) And Mm -hmm. then he starts opening up to her. And we find out that his dad had shattered his leg with a bat. And his mom didn't want to upset him any further. So they didn't take him to the hospital. She just did her best at home with what she had. His femur shattered. Yeah. That would fucking hurt. That would fucking hurt. Being fucking attacked by a with a bat? That's savage. That's That's fucking savage. Breaking your son's leg. Like Yeah. Casual. Super casual. Fuck. And he then he confesses that he didn't kill his father out of self-defense, but out of revenge and hate. Fuck you, dad. I'm gonna he was just saying that his mom was already dead when he killed his dad. Exactly. Yeah. It was, wasn't out of self-defense at all. Him confessing this to her. Vulnerable. Vulnerability. Inti then becomes a little bit vulnerable and tells him that Aggie was beaten by her husband, which she says brutalized, brutalized. Yeah. Brutalized. Which could mean a lot of things. It could be a lot of things. You're right. Yeah. True, true. Hmm. It leaves you wondering because she doesn't go into mm-hmm. details. He just mm-hmm. apolog- he apologizes, but she tells him that that's why she thinks that this is the way she is, hard and angry. She also tells him that she brought her here to try and heal her, but she's just like not here. She's not like mm-hmm. with them mentally. She's done with this pack. They go to find another one. He's like asking questions about the wolves it's just funny she he's like so you know where the other the other packs are right she's like no I don't and he's like um she's like I don't even have any of my stuff with me anyways so yeah and he's like well how are we gonna he's like limping like she's still making him go like all over the place but then she's like he's like well how do you even find them she tells him her dad's secret which is really sweet yeah. that you don't you don't hunt um wolves you hunt their prey mm-hmm. which is really sweet um and she also is like i won't let them hurt you like they're not going to hurt you or whatever and he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> okay and once they get to this lookout <laughs> yeah. spot <laughs> she's like yeah i brought you out here so that they could eat you <laughs> yeah how do you yeah. feel about that <laughs> yeah tell me how you really feel um he takes they make it to the spot this like lookout over like a valley by the sounds of it and he takes his jacket off and he has this massive like bright orange sweater (laughs) that's like kind of falling apart and it's one of the sweaters from the knitting circle so that's really cute (laughs) and he's like they've all got different skill like all different skill sets like different um yeah levels of whatever levels <laughs> of ability yeah yeah <laughs> but like this one's kind of falling apart yeah and like um, kind of wonky in the collar or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> um he asks her why does she do the work she does and why wolves um and he she's just like well I'm trying to save the planet and he's like yeah but like why really <laughs> and <laughs> She does think about it for a second and explains to him that like she's always kind of been fascinated by them and that they're her love essentially. And then she's like, well, why are you a cop? He tells her a bit about his childhood, about how he was on the wrong path. And then um, focusing his energy on being a cop was what turned his life around. She's like, so where was Lainey the night of the incident at the pub? And he's like, is that why you brought me out here all the way out here to ask me this fucking question? He tells her that she drove him home and that that Lainey drove 
Stuart home and that when she woke up in the morning, he was gone and he never came back in her head. She's thinking like, well, then like who, what, when, where, why with Stuart in the woods, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she's like trying to piece together. Like, why was he near our houses? And like, why were you out and all that kind of stuff? And then she says, so you're still sleeping with her, right? Or what's going on there? (laughs) (laughs) So casual. Yeah. I just love how that she's just blunt about everything. And she's like, yeah, okay, well, like you're still sleeping with her, right? Then. And he's tells her, no, she has, they haven't slept together since before they got together, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. And then she also asks if Duncan still loves Lainey. And mm-hmm. he, he doesn't necessarily say that she, he loves her, but she, he cares for her, but she mm-hmm. is scared of him ever since what happened to his parents. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, they're about to leave. And then they see that the wolves are hunting the deer in the valley and they watch one of the wolves take down a deer and she can as she's watching it she can like feel that she's like feeling this like ravenous primal instinct because she's watching them they kind of like have a moment there and I think this is when he starts turning has a different feeling about the wolves um the other thing that I just want to mention that I thought was interesting was that when she's watching the wolves catch the deer she realizes that she was so deeply within the wolf that she didn't even feel what the deer was going through yeah and I feel like that is like the perfect illustration of where she's at right now like mentally as well yeah yeah like she is now a wolf she's not the deer whereas it Mm -hmm. seems in their childhood she would have been the deer right yeah yeah true like she's not empathizing with the victim anymore no 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 yeah or the prey rather yeah that's a good point like that's a good correlation thank you I'm smart Thank you. You're so, so smart. You're so smart. <laughs> okay. Chapter 20. Back to Alaska, baby. Let's go. So it's been five years in Alaska. Inti notices that Aggie has had some sort of light go out within her. She doesn't sign to her anymore. Like they don't have their secret twin language. They've kind of lost some connection. Um, her and Gus fight constantly which means that Inti just stays away from the house. She works late and she sleeps at the base. Like she just tries to avoid the house as much as she can. Um, She decides to go home one night and it turns out that it's just Gus and his surgeon friends there drinking. Aggie isn't there and she's kind of weirded out by it. It seems like Gus might be mad at Aggie for some reason. Like she doesn't really Mm -hmm. know what's going on. Mm -mm. Um, So she goes up to her room and then she calls Aggie and Aggie's friend Luke answers the phone who in T that she recognizes the name as a coworker. And Luke tells her that she can't come to the phone because she's inebriated and puking. And so Inti demands the address, which is like such a good sister to be like, I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Give me your address. Mm -hmm. So she goes, she's going to get her and Gus ends up getting in the car as well to come too, And it's just like before they go up to the door Inti says to Gus like don't make this weird he's just her coworker, okay like she already knows she's so intuitive and smart mm-hmm. and so as soon as Luke opens the door Gus punches him in the face which is like where's your chill cool. yeah Where no chill. Your chill none at no all no fucking chill hence why he can kill a literal woman at his job and be like eh, you win some yeah. you lose some <laughs> yeah happens <laughs> okay they get her out and Gus is trying to get Aggie into the back seat and he's being really rough with her like rougher than he needs to be with her Inti can see that this is unnecessary Mm -hmm. and that this Mm -hmm. is not going good so she ends up punching him in the head (laughs) Mm -hmm. and Gus Mm -hmm. is like mad about it but it kind of stops him taking out his aggression on Aggie and so (sighs) they're able to get her back to the house and once Aggie is put in bed, Gus ends up telling Inti that he didn't think she had it in her to punch him. And she tells him that when it comes to her s- sister, she can be anything, which I loved because I was like, yeah, Gus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Back and don't off, forget dickwad. about it. Yeah, don't yeah. forget about it. 
Eggy suggests to Inti that she might want to get her own place that's closer to work. She's really trying to frame it in the way that it's like, you should be closer to work. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but Inti, it feels weird about it. And she knows that it's not really like her sister not wanting to be with her. Like, it's, she knows, mm-hmm. but she's still hurt, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's also pretty worried and upset because they have never lived apart. And she does feel like Gus is starting to come in between them which mm-hmm. is not something that she ever thought would happen um and that is when an idea starts taking shape bling light bulb beep bop lurp up which i was like what is it gonna be we find out later what's the plan what's the plan stan 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 so Inti goes to the knitting circle. <laughs> Hell yeah, she does. She's greeted by Douglas. Aw. And everybody in the group is like so kind and welcoming. And she admits that she's never knitted before because everybody's like, where's your knitting? She's like, I don't know yeah. how to do it. And <laughs> she finds a fast friend in 73-year-old Mrs. Doyle. Who's- <laughs> She can barely who's a understand badass. who's a badass woman. She yep. can barely understand her accent. So <laughs> she's like speaking very slow <laughs> to her and repeating herself. That's so and funny. She's like fumbling over her knitting, but they're having great conversation. And we find out that Holly and Amelia have twin daughters themselves. And they're like, so what's the deal with like teenage twins? And <laughs> and then uh, Inti's just like there's no hope they're never going to be close with you so just like forget about it essentially and they're like oh you're a very positive person yikes so yeah um we find out a little bit about Mrs. Doyle she's a volunteer tree planter and she's heading out tomorrow to go volunteer and she's interested in rewilding Scotland she has for years they talk about like conservation and everything like that and she even goes to protests which dang girl get it dang girl so yeah you can really see that Mrs. Doyle and and T are like fast like I said fast friends yeah they're like they're like soul friends yes they are yeah she asks Mrs. Doyle like I noticed that like Duncan comes and like visits you a lot. And he's, Mm -hmm. she's like, we all love Duncan so much, but we know that he needs love and family. So Mm -hmm. they know that he's also hurting a lot. He doesn't have family. I never thought about that. He doesn't have any. Yeah. So then Inti heads over to the pub and she sees that Lainey and her bros are there. And asks for a word. Oh my god! Oh, I was not anticipating god, this. No, I this was not. This book does such a good job of like giving twist, you twists twist without expecting them, though. No, like, I didn't exactly. Expect this at all. Nope, not one bit. Not one bit at all. She's like, "Tell me the truth. What's up? What's going on?" And she's like, "Well, this is what I've been telling everybody." And she's like, "Yeah, but what's the true truth?" And so what actually happened is that Stuart told her to drive toward Duncan's instead of going home. And at one point, um, she's just like, I can't drive anymore. Like at the turn off to go to his house, she's like, stop, I can't do this. But like, Inti's- I wouldn't have done it at all. I don't know. It's really, no. I feel yeah. I can't speak from that person's Mm-hmm. perspective because I've never been in a situation like that so maybe she was just you either do it or you die sort of thing like yeah true and I feel like yeah she, as a woman well I've n- I've never been in this position either but I feel like it would be easy I do have experience with women who have been um, abused by a partner mm-hmm. and I can mm-hmm. see when your head doesn't really match up with reality and maybe right, what right yeah. yes yes so that's I a good way to see, put it yes yeah I can see why um maybe she would start driving that way and maybe then when she realized where she was he was wanting her to go that she couldn't right. do it anymore okay. right right Inti's like why is she just 
freely telling me all of this stuff that like (laughs) Stuart was they were both Elaney and Stuart were both out by our houses why why is she telling me all this well we find out we find out so Mm -hmm. once Lainey couldn't drive any further she and refused he got out and started walking himself she calls Duncan to warn him that Stuart is coming his way and he knows that they've slept together they've been together oh my gosh but like how did Inti not hear the phone call like how did that not wake her up that was I was wondering that too like how did she not notice him but I guess maybe she was just maybe she's a deep sleeper I don't know um she then feels some remorse or guilt so she goes back to get him and then she says I saw what you did (gasps) she saw that um she was burying Stuart because she was so close to the road did you not know that you were that close to the road O-M-G Okay. <laughs> then she she cusses out inti fuck you inti um and then she's, she's like pissed. i don't want to <laughs> yeah she's just, and then she's just like i don't want to talk about this anymore goodbye we'll talk later and then yep. inti's also like so are you happy he's gone or what and he's like she's like of course i'm glad he's gone but fuck yeah. you inti <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of course i'm glad i'm <laughs> that's funny that's a good way to put it <laughs> of course i'm glad he's gone but fuck you (laughs) oh my lord oh lloyd and then that's when she goes home and crawls into bed with aggie and asks she's a ghost yes 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 and aggie squeezes her hand so hard it hurts and she signs to her and says i don't know (laughs) yeah Uh, are you a ghost or not yikers that's what i was wondering though like fuck is she i don't know 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 Okay. Chapter 22. Inti still has the baby, obviously, and she is calling her a she. Mm -hmm. Um, She's always wondering if this will be the day that Lainey changes her mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, there is someone who literally saw you burying a body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like, Mm -hmm. I guess Mm -hmm. that there, there was also a point, though, when they were talking where she wonders, yes. like, if Lainey hasn't said anything because she knows that Duncan did it. Because yes. if Lainey suspected that it was all on Inti, then mm-hmm. why wouldn't she turn her in? They've got, she has not, no lo- loyalty to her, right? So exactly. it's the Duncan thing that's, like, holding everything together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it turns out that a cow has been killed. Her and Evan go to see if it was by a wolf, and it definitely was. Um, the cow was not on the farmer's property. It was left to roam. He does not have a fence. So Inti's just mad. Like, she's like, you're an idiot. Yeah. You're literally so dumb. Um, literally. And Evan yes. kind of, <laughs> yeah, like, just what, like, what did we tell you? They're going to eat your fucking stuff yeah. if you don't put them in a fence on your own yeah. property. Damn it. <laughs> um, the townspeople are obviously pissed because of this. And so she gets to the base and it's covered in blood, animal blood. Mm-hmm. She can tell that the townspeople are trying to scare her, intimidate her. Like, I don't know if maybe they're hoping she'll leave. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also been hiding her pregnancy under big sweaters and Duncan hasn't noticed, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. which is so bizarre. Like, would you just be like, yeah. wow, she's gotten really fat, like... <laughs> she's really let herself go yay but like just in one area of her body (laughs) anyway it's so weird anyway um he comes Duncan comes to make a report he knows what's going on uh she's cleaning up the blood and Evan comes over and he's like I'll do this and she's like no I got this and he's like you shouldn't be doing this in your condition and she's like "Mm -mm." oh what and he's like I have fucking sisters and they have lots of kids so I know and she's like oh god um so they track the data and they can't explain the whereabouts of any wolf who may have done the killing so it's essentially if they can explain it they have to terminate that no they don't have to terminate the wolf do they have to terminate that wolf is that how that goes 
Yeah. So there she, but there is no data. She can't mm-hmm. explain it. This oh. part really sucked. Yeah. Um, it's Halloween. Someone has put a dead wolf on display. I'm just, I don't need to go into yeah, the details. Just, that's all. Yeah. Um, NT sees it. And the quote I wrote down that I loved was, I am fury dressed in flesh. She's obviously like so pissed because someone has done something absolutely awful. Like, ew, why would you even yeah. do that? That's so fucked up. <sighs> Yeah. So she ends up finding out who did this to the wolf because he's a fucking idiot and Dumb. kept the <laughs> collar like a total fucking loser. Like, why Why oh wouldn't he God. think that? <laughs> so she ends up being able to track it and she knows who, like, who did it. Yeah. Um. So his name is Colm McClen- M- McKellen. McKellen? McKellen? McClellan? McClellan? Sure, yeah. He's a fucking loser. She's stalking him now. She's like, she's I'm coming you. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's watching him walk downtown with his girls or whatever. And then Duncan suddenly appears, and he tells her that he's gonna find out who did this. And she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds mm, okay. good. Mm. And then that night she goes to Calm's house, and she has a crowbar and she beats the windows in his car in and he comes out like yo what the fuck are you doing and then she beats in his kneecap <laughs> with the crowbar wow um, yo, yo, yo. does she at this point does she break into his shed with the crowbar as well yeah it's yeah, all very she, dramatic yeah yeah she's um, on a rampage <laughs> yeah which i'm surprised she stopped like i don't think i would have stopped yeah one kneecap like I think I would have taken it further (laughs) because I would have been so mad uh, yeah yeah it is interesting that she has the control to like stop herself from going any further Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it mentioned it but I don't know if she felt this I don't know either yeah I was gonna say yeah I think she did but then I'm thinking maybe it was something else maybe it was maybe her rage yeah true i don't know anyway um so then she calls duncan and she gives him the name and address of the person and she like bounces leaves the guy on the ground like fuck you bye bye (laughs) goodbye don't fuck with my wolves um your kneecaps yeah watch out she goes home she grabs a bottle of wine she goes and cries in the grass aggie joins her takes the wine from her (laughs) good move good move right and she comforts her at, while she cries, um, which again is kind of good for her to have been like their old roles were back in a way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then it sounds like the sky is Aurora Borealis. Aurora green Borealis. And Never heard of her. Aurora who? <laughs> Aurora Boreala, what? <laughs> who? Who is this? Yeah. So both um, Inti and Call Colum are Colm? both charged. Colm? Colm? Colin? 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 <laughs> Colin. <laughs> Colin, yes. <laughs> Shit. <Shithead>. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sphincter. Sphincter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're both charged, which okay, understandable. Um and but now a lot of animals are dying and the wolf trust people are like, you need to fix this uh, right away. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So Inti's like, fuck, who's doing this? Like she's trying to download data and all the information she can. And she surmises that this wolf is desperate because they don't usually like the taste of penned animals they like a more gamey taste whatever that means mm-hmm. well i think um, they also like to to like work for it too yes yes they have the prey the prey um mm-hmm. aspect is part of their thing um so she their knows culinary experience <laughs> yes <they're> culin- <laughs> it's part of the culinary experience <laughs> palate it's uh yes. widens your palate it, uh, <laughs> um she she thinks she has a hunch of what wolf is doing this and she knows that they're going to have to kill her 
so she suspects mm-hmm. it's a female wolf mm-hmm. so inti it's takes this out- obviously she thinks it's yes ten. yes yes obviously inti takes this into her own hands and goes and keeps watch herself so she heads out to red's farm because she can see that they're kind of like out there in that area circling She's yeah circling it yeah so she sees them. I think she's like been there for like five nights or some shit like that. And she mm-hmm. sees the eyes of one of the wolves and she loads the bullet in and takes aim. Pew! She shoots. I don't think pew, it's pew, pew. pew. <laughs> it's probably more like pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> it's like lasers yeah. it's like star wars shit she brings her lights she brings her lightsaber with her <laughs> so she shoots it and then the eyes there's no more eyes and then you're like oh fuck she shot mm. the wolf but she didn't actually she just scared scared Obviously. him away Obviously, <laughs> yes Obviously. She ain't cold-hearted. And then Red, like, rips up on his fucking four-wheeler, like, ring, ring, and it's like, <laughs> what are you doing out here? I heard a shot. I heard a shot. <laughs> What's going on out here? Except it would be more like, hey, lassie, what <laughs> you doing out here? I don't know how to Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was uh, good. Um, he shows, so he shows up and tells her to go home and that it's his turn. He'll keep watch. Because she shouldn't be in her condition. So even Red knows. How does Duncan not know? I know. What a fucking dummy. <laughs> yes. Yes. So she also tells him, like, they won't be a problem anymore because, like, animals actually learn from their warnings, essentially. Well, she said it was foxes, but he yes. knows. And no, I think foxes at this point, is code for, yeah. 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 I think at this point, Red and Inti sort of, not an alliance, but mm-hmm. they're, Red can see that Inti doesn't want her wolves eating his livestock. So exactly. much so that yes. she was there all night watching. And I think mm-hmm. at that point, he might understand like, oh, this isn't necessarily a bad woman. Like she's not trying no. yeah. to be vindictive. <laughs> yeah. I think they're like on some sort of level playing field now. Like he's yeah. not thinking, like you said, down on her she is passionate about animals in general yeah so the pack is sad about 14 which was the the wolf that was stupidly killed um and they're all kind of like mourning the loss they're not as playful as they used to be um and inti ends up finding number 10's collar yeah she chewed it it right off like the wild animal she is yes at the same time you can't feel bad because you're like no she doesn't want to wear a collar obviously obviously yeah (laughs) yes so inti's a bit like she doesn't even she's not even scared of humans which now i'm like foreshadowing much maybe i don't know like maybe that wolf did kill duncan or stewart maybe i don't know or like maybe something else will happen later i don't know um she's then headed home it's in the middle of the night and there's people she's awoken from like a weird dream there's like people outside of her house and it's colon calm (laughs) and (laughs) shitty peeps oh man and it's him that's causing the ruckus they're like running around her house banging on the windows they're all obviously hey, like that would be fucking terrifying terrifying like would i would be, be i would so shit. scared that is my worst nightmare <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's terrifying it's absolutely terrifying she's like obviously panicked so she gets like aggy and they are like hiding in the kitchen they've got knives and they're like what the fuck is going on so she then calls duncan because he's closer than the police mm-hmm. duncan and, like comes- he is the police and he is the police, true. So <laughs> this is true. Um, Duncan comes and like tells them to heck off, get the scram. Scram. You better scram. Scram sandwich. Scram sandwich. You better scram. Um, so he arrests them, put them in the back of his truck, and he comes in to like tell them that it's safe. 
and they're like, get out of the house. Don't come near us, <laughs> which is like, but also, yeah, he notices her ballet because she's only got her nightshirt on. Yes. Yes. So he's like, is that what? And he's like, they're like, get out there. He's trying really hard to calm them down. They don't want anything to do with him. He get wants to away. take them to the hospital. Yes. Get away. They are adamant. And like Aggie even gets between the two of them, which is pretty significant. I think he does finally eventually leave. And then Aggie signs to her. Is that the father of the baby? Which obviously NT says yes. And she says like, don't let him in again. <laughs> Which is like, what? Why? What? Why? Hmm. I think at this point too, though, is this, does, I didn't write it down, but at this point does Duncan look at Aggie and she feels less crazy because obviously Duncan can see Aggie. Mm-hmm. Yes, Did that happen yes. here? So yeah, maybe yeah. the ghost part is wrong. <laughs> yeah. So like, obviously, yeah. Yes. She doesn't, she's not feeling as crazy about the whole ghost thing you're right yeah. she's cleaning up and what was in the bags that they were throwing at the windows with the rest of which was the rest of number 14 which yeah column and that's his so are like, fucked fucked they're absolutely garbage garbage yeah. garbage garbage okay flashback to the past Auntie decides that if Aggie won't end this stupid fucking marriage, she's going to pretend to be her and end it for her. Yes, girl. The plan, the plan, the plan. (laughs) So what does she do? She dresses as Aggie and she she texts Gus from Aggie's phone and she's like, let's meet for a drink. And so they meet for a drink and he has no fucking idea. And Auntie has a really good time pretending she's Aggie because it's a whole different person from her and it's kind of fun. Um, she ends up telling Gus that her and Inti are moving out. And he says, and I quote, I thought I had made myself clear. If you try to leave me, I will find you and I will kill your sister. So suddenly Inti is like, Oh shit. Um, <laughs> this is not something what? I knew. Like what it the all fuck? makes what would, sense now. What would you even do? Somebody's telling you that they would kill you. I wouldn't don't think I could stay in character. I would have been like, um, gotta go. I gotta see you now. I feel I like go. I feel like at that point it just made everything made sense to her. Like in a yes. way, it may have even given her some like belief that Gus wasn't actually coming between her and Inti. It was yes, the fact that yes. he was threatening to kill her. So yes, she was protecting yes, her. Yes. By yes, staying yes. with him, right? Yes. Like it, it probably just gave her the entire perspective that she needed yes. to understand the situation because she yeah. was so like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. this is so stupid. So the, anyway, so she just plays it super chill and she's like, yeah. <laughs> and oh, they right, go back yeah. to the house. Slip my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Slip my mind. Sorry. Sorry about that. Right. I, I, for, I forgot what I was thinking. Little, little pouch. <laughs> oh, crazy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um so then they go home and once they are there and in the bedroom he grabs her this is inti at this point thinking it's aggie he grabs her by the throat and he starts choking her and suddenly inti realizes how dangerous he actually is and she starts to wonder how often this happens with aggie like she's just getting that perspective that she Mm -hmm. had no idea Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. suddenly aggie comes into the room kool-aid man's and right she's in like, <laughs> yeah woo and she's like you swapped and she's making this like a joke like she's like yeah. this gotcha. is so funny yeah like this is funny you swapped and then it's like almost as if um Gus is in on the joke too because suddenly his mood kind of lightens and it's this weird thing um and Inti is really confused and like almost kind of feeling betrayed by her sister like what the fuck is happening um, and then she sees that behind her, Aggie signs go. Um, and she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to leave her sister. Um, mm. But then she signs trust me. And so she does leave. Yeah. And then she waits up all night listening through the walls to make sure that her sister's okay. Yeah. Yeep. 
Yikes. Cliffhanger. Yikes. I hope we find out. I hope we find out. I hope we find out if Inti actually kills Gus. Mm-hmm. I hope we find out what Duncan does when he realizes that Inti's got a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. What's he going to do? Uh, I wonder but- what Inti's going to do. What? Oh, no. I was just going to say, but like now Aggie's like almost confirming like her almost like her intuitions like oh stay away from this man so I don't know what yeah like he's Inti's a bad gonna man. do but like then I wonder did like did Aggie was she out in the woods and she saw Duncan kill Stewart like maybe she only went out at nighttime when nobody was around because <laughs> that was maybe. before she started going back outside that he died yeah so I don't know maybe but like why would she say like don't let him back in the house like that's yeah. weird because he was she... trying to protect them yeah unless that is a good point <clears throat> and or or Tell Aggie me. killed Stuart and Duncan came across and she like ran <gasps> away and oh, he but doesn't then want Duncan would have thought that it was Inti he wouldn't have thought that it was Aggie right so and so technically Duncan like, would be Duncan would be protecting who he thinks is Inti, but it's actually Aggie. Yee! I don't know. There could be so many who done it. It's possible who done it. Oh my god. Oh so, this book is so good. I love the writing. It's amazing. I know, me too. I can't wait to finish it. I just I don't so want it. Questions. I don't want to finish it, but I also want to finish it. I know. I, I know. I know. I hear yeah. you. Well, at the end of the month, um, Glendy Van, whatever her book, The Oceanography of the Moon mm-hmm. is out. Ooh. So we can read another like nature book. Okay, fine. I'll read it. Okay, fine. We can read it. Okay. Okay, goodbye. Oh, do you have any other thoughts? Oh, um, nope. Okay, <laughs> we'll finish the book next week. Yeah, just read it or whatever. Yeah, read it or whatever. Okay, bye. Um, okay, goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.